Welcome back, welcome back. This is Hotels, Diary of a Single Black Woman. I'm your host, Tiara. And if you don't already follow me on Instagram and TikTok, follow me at Tiara Shante. Also, follow the podcast page at Hotels Podcast on Instagram. So, as always, y'all, we're just going to jump right into this episode. And first of all, I have to start off by apologizing to you guys. I did have a family emergency that I had to uh, attend to, so I was not able to record. But we're back now. And uh, things are going well, so nothing to worry about. But yeah, we're back and we're going to start this episode off strong because this is the last episode of the year. We are closing out 2023 with a bang. So this episode is just going to be about um, things that I learned in 2022 and how I plan to apply them in 2023. So interesting episode. I'm super excited about it. I've actually been thinking about this for a couple weeks now. Jumping right into it with number one, discipline over comfort. And so um, that was a big lesson for me to learn in 2022, just because I feel like for me, I'm a comfort person. I like being comfortable. I was just doing things that was comfortable for me, not necessarily the best things for me at the time. So right now I'm on day three of my vegetarian diet. I woke up and decided that I wanted to do away with uh, meat just because there's a lot of added hormones in meat. And this is just my personal preference right now. I can't say that I'm going to be a vegetarian for all of my life or even over six months, y'all. But I'm just trying this out just to see if it'll help. Just because, um, again, there's a lot of hormones in meats and I know that you can buy the organic ones and all that. But I just this is just a trial for me just so I can kind of see I've never really spoken about this on the podcast and I wanted to wait until women's history month to talk about it but just because I'm telling you guys you know about my little journey with being a vegetarian there's a reason for that so in 2017 I was actually diagnosed with PCOS and anybody that knows what that is you know um, if you don't is polycystic ovarian syndrome and so basically your hormones are out of whack so and there's different things that can throw your hormones out of whack like dairy um different added hormones in the meat just different things like that and it can cause different issues not all women have the same symptoms and so um for me that just it i have a lot of the symptoms from pcos and i'm trying to naturally um balance out my hormones and just get my body back in a great space and I don't feel like it is right now and so um that's a little bit of the reason why I chose to do this vegetarian diet like I said y'all I don't know I'm just going this is a trial run right now I don't know how how it's gonna go but this is day three and so far I feel like I'm doing good like for the first two days I ate uh, buffalo chicken but chickpeas in, in place of the chicken so it was chickpeas in place of the chicken, and it was actually really good. And I think I'm going to start recording my vegetarian meals on TikTok, maybe. And let's just see how that goes, because it's a journey for me. I've never went vegetarian 100%, and so a lot of this stuff is like trial and error for me. So we'll see. I don't know. But if y'all want to follow this journey with me, let me know. I'll tell y'all what I'm cooking. I'll try to post my meals. And we'll just see. So wish me the best on this vegetarian journey. Right now, I'm, I'm feeling good, but we'll see. Um, number two is people love real, not perfect. And so I feel like a large chunk of my life, I really cared about how things looked, not necessarily how it was in reality, right? And so um, everything looked great until it didn't. And so um, I noticed once I started to talk to people and just be real 
and share my story, I was able to relate to people a lot more and people were able to open up to me and I was really appreciative of that. And so it's just like, I don't know, I think we look at people and we think people are perfect kind of sort of because that's what you see, especially on social media. Like you see these these little moments and clips of people's lives and it's like the happiest moments, but you don't know what's going on behind the camera. And so I made it my mission to kind of share that with you guys just because like shit might look good, but everything ain't shit ain't sweet. Sometimes things are hard behind the camera. And I feel like that's why a lot of our generation, and I, I definitely think there's different things that contribute to it, but a lot of people in our generation, we think that we're behind or we just think that we're behind because of the, a lot of the things that we see on social media, but you don't know what those people had to do to get there. You don't know what they had to sacrifice. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. That's one lesson I had to learn. People love real, not perfect. Um, and then the next one is know when to leave. And so that was also a big one for me. And that's just in general, right? So that's knowing when to leave the relationship, knowing when to leave the friendship, the party, the house, just know when to leave. Know when it's time to leave and be okay with leaving. And so I feel like a lot of the times I kind of held on to things because it made me comfortable. And that goes back to me saying um, discipline over comfort in 2023. So a lot of the times uh, I, I stayed around people that made me comfortable. I was doing things that just made me comfortable and I didn't want to leave those things behind. And I can think of two, two friendships in particular, actually one romantic, one platonic where they both have been there for me through a really tough time. And it was a transition phase in my life. And because they were there for me during that time, I kind of felt guilty leaving them behind. Like I knew that they, they no longer served a purpose in my life. They actually, you know, their time was up. They were seasonal people and they served their season and they served their purpose in my life. And it was time for me to let go. And I struggled with that. Um, and each time it just it would drain me because it, the time was up you know what I mean and I just did not want to let go because I felt a sense of like obligation I guess I felt like this person was there for me these people were there for me through this tough time in my life and had it not been for those two individuals I don't know I mean I, I think like just me having God in my life period I would have made it through but I think the two of them made it very easy it made it I'm not going to say very easy. It made it easier, the transition a little bit easier um, than it, I think it would have been without them. And so because of that, I almost felt like I was obligated to keep them around, but that's not necessarily true. And so the lesson I had to learn in that was just know when to leave and be okay with leaving. Uh, and then the next is my boundaries can be changed at any time. And so that is just, just how I read it. My boundaries can be changed at any time. And if you listen to, uh, I think the episode was called Yesterday's Once Aren't Today's Once, that comes from that. So whatever I liked six months ago, I may not like today. And that's okay. And I can change my boundary. And I also allow the people around me to do the same. So um, just because like people are constantly growing, I'm constantly growing. I'm not going to be the same person I was six months ago. And so, um, because of that, that's why my bound, I'm allowed to change my boundaries and it's kind of like, you know, take it or leave it. And that's where I am with that. And so <laughs> moving to the next, don't be afraid of losing people, friends or lovers. 
don't be afraid of losing people. Uh, I think God sends people into your life for a reason. And when people leave, they leave for a reason. And you just have to look at the lesson that you learned from them and be grateful for that and move on. And that is something that I learned. And that's something that I'm taking with me in 2023. Moving on to the next. Ooh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> if you have to question if they're together, they're together. Okay. Um, God is not the author of confusion. If you ever find yourself in a situation where things aren't adding up, that is not something that is of God. One plus one equals two. So if if it, if you've coming up with any other numbers, that ain't it. And if you gotta question it, that ain't it. And that's just even if they, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that alone because I ain't even gonna get on that too much. I ain't gonna get on that too much. Um. Oh, and then right after that, God is not the author of confusion. And so this that's that can be romantically like if you find yourself in a relationship with a man or involved with a man and you, or a woman and it's a little bit confusing, either they're not giving you what they started off giving you or whatever the case is, that is not the right person for you. And move on and it's okay. The next one is stop doing things out of obligation. So for a long time, I would feel like I had to go places or I had to talk to people or I don't know, I just felt like I had to do things out of obligation and it wasn't until I had a really, really bad experience from that. And I won't go into detail about that, but it was an experience that really kind of changed my life. Um, because I felt like I was obligated to do it. And after that, after that happened, I ended up going into a really, really deep depression. Talked to my therapist about it. Uh, we had a long talk about why I felt obligated to, to do that and move forward with that. And um, yeah, I think that was a hard lesson for me to learn. But I learned it and I'm taking that into 2023 with me. So stop doing things out of obligation. I can only give what what I have. I I can't give you what I ain't got. So it is what it is. Uh, Moving along. Isolation produces clarity. Isolation works so great for me. I don't know what it is. And I've said this before, but I feel like when I'm by myself, I'm the most creative. I'm the strongest. I'm the most confident. It just brings out a better tiara. Um, Some people feel more powerful in numbers. I'm not that person. When I'm 100% locked in by myself, I'm so powerful. I feel so strong. I damn near feel invincible. I love that. And so anytime that I'm wanting clarity on anything, I'm going to fast. Number one, number two, I'm going to isolate myself. The next one, take advice with a grain of salt. And so that is a big one for me. And that's a lesson that um, I'm still learning because oftentimes I would talk to my friends about situations that I had going on and it would frustrate me when I felt like they weren't really understanding where I was coming from. And some of the times People don't really understand where you're coming from because they didn't experience it. And so no one can experience the things that you have experienced. Only you can. So people can only give you advice on one, the information that you gave them and two, the knowledge that they have on that. And if they don't have the knowledge and they haven't experienced it through your eyes or from your point of view, they're not going to understand where you're coming from. And so, yes, you can take advice, but just take it with a grain of salt and, and move the hell on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> next one, take risk. So I have said this before, but I feel like 
Our greatest blessing is on the opposite side of fear. And oftentimes we don't take risks because we fear what's on the other side because we fear the unknown. You don't know what's on the other side. But for me, I'd rather risk it and figure out what's the tea on the other side opposed to not risking it and then go to my grave not knowing what would have happened if I took the risk. The next one after that, which is a really, really big one for me, but forgive. So I've always struggled with forgiveness. And I don't think it was until this year that I actually learned how to forgive. And it was just because I was tired of having that heaviness on me. I just wanted to live my life carefree and not always have to go back to the things that hurt me because that that brought me comfort. Like it it truly did bring me comfort to always, it's like a crutch. When we hold grudges and things like that, it's almost like a crutch. And it's like, you don't have to grow because you can always go back to the things that hurt you. And and, in a way it kind of makes you comfortable, or at least for me it did. And so I had to learn how to forgive because it wasn't doing anything for me, but stunting my growth. And I didn't want that anymore. So I had to learn how to forgive this year. And that's definitely something that I want to take with me in 2023. Uh, The next one is, root for others there's not a shortage of blessings and so this is something i actually learned prior to 2022 but i just carried it on with me and i will continue to carry this on with me just because everybody is at a different stage in life you just have to run your own race you know um and because somebody else has something it doesn't mean that you won't have it it's just not your time and so what i've learned to do now is like i said root for others i help people out that are in positions that I want to be in. So one of my friends got married recently, whatever it is that she asked me to do or any advice that she asked me or whatever the case was, just like helping her plan um, and just making sure she was on top of herself. I just made sure to really have a hand in that um, as much as I possibly could, just because like someday I do want to get married again. And if that honestly is therapeutic for me, even when it comes down to having kids. Um, one of my friends is now expecting and she asked me to help her with some games for her baby shower. And I've been helping her out and it's been very therapeutic for me. And so just continue to root for others because we'll all get what we want out of this life if God wants us to have it. And so sometimes all it takes is patience. The next one is, we all out here just trying to figure this shit out. I had to learn how to stop being so hard on myself and just realize we only got one life to live, you know? And so for me, I just, I want to make sure I'm making the best out of it. But I also just want to live. I don't want to be too hard on me. Moving along, uh, I had to learn this lesson. And it was a hard lesson for me to learn, but... Um, in 2022, I realized that I have a unhealthy relationship with men and I don't know, for a long time, I was confused about where that came from because I grew up with my dad. Um, my dad was really, really sweet to my mom. Um, really good guy. And I have only in my entire life been in one relationship that was healthy, All of my other relationships were toxic as hell. And I have no clue why I went after men like that. And so that's something I had to talk about with my therapist. Um, But I had to realize, though, I was meeting the same demon just in different people. So it was the same. Each of my relationships besides that one pretty much was the same issues. And so I realized, yeah, I mean, they did wrong. But the problem is me. Like, I'm going after these people or not even necessarily going out of them because going after them because they actually came after me 
But I'm accepting these people into my life because they feel familiar to me. And they feel familiar to me because it's the same damn demon, just in another body. And so I met a lot of men that gave a lot in the beginning and then would slowly pull it away. And so then you're almost like addicted to it's it, I know this is a terrible analogy, but it's kind of like <laughs> this is a terrible analogy. But it's kind of like somebody that takes drugs for the first time and it's the best high, right? It's like hard drugs, like crack, coke, stuff like that. I think like crack and heroin is really where this comes into play. So you take the hit of it. It's like the best high that you've ever had. Again, I'm not speaking for experience. I've just heard this. It's like the best high that you've ever had. And then you spend the rest of your time trying to chase that high again. And it just, it's, you won't never get it again. So it's kind of the same way um, with me and my failed relationships. They would start off strong and they would be re- really romantic in the beginning and just pure gentlemen in the beginning. And I felt like we really had a connection and then they would slowly pull away. But by that time, you're addicted to the high. So you continue to chase out after it thinking that you're going to get that same person again and you're not and so that's one lesson that I had to learn and I'm, I'm very aware of that now so if someone comes into my life and they start trying to give me too much too soon I'm, I'm on alert like I know what's going on and I'm not going down that path again and so um, although my relationship in the past has, has been very unhealthy with men and also I think for a while I kind of wanted a man to come and save me and not in a sense of like financially. I just think I wanted a man to come and fix all of my problems. So if I was depressed, I wanted a man to come and just be super, super romantic to me and just love me back to health. And you got to save yourself. Like nobody's coming to save you. You got to do the work. You got to save yourself because that's too much of a responsibility to put on another person. You should add to someone's happiness. You shouldn't expect someone to come into your life and just make everything better. That's not fair to the other person. And that's something I had to learn. Um, moving along, um, always demand more than what's put on the table, even with, with jobs, right? Whatever offer they give you request more, uh, negotiate, or even if a man comes into your life and y'all, I don't know if you listened to my episode, things my ex has taught me. And I think I called him Derek in that episode. Um, I remember I was asking him a series of questions just to get, get some insight to how, how he experienced me in the relationship or whatever we had going on. And one of the things that he said, I think the question was, did I ask too much of you? And he said, no, you just kind of took what I gave you. And when he said that it clicked because I was like, oh my God, that is 100% true. And I think I've done that in all of my relationships. And now I've noticed because I would do that and then I think even with him, actually, well, I don't know. I can't remember. That was, that was so long ago. Maybe it wasn't him. I don't know. But I would do that. Um, I would just take what they would give me, but then complain the whole time because they weren't giving me enough, but I wasn't really demanding it. I just was waiting on them to give it to me. And I think some of that was because if I have to ask you to do it, you didn't genuinely want to do it. So then I don't know that I would appreciate it the same. So I'm still on the fence. I'm still on the fence when it comes to relationships and demanding more. The next one, (sighs) grieving looks different for everyone. And that was a big one for me. So when my life truly took a turn and I had to go through a grieving process, I have every, everybody in my ear trying to tell me what I should do, how I should grieve. What does that look like? 
And for a while, I struggled with that because I internally was grieving. But then I'm trying to grieve on other people's terms and how they thought I should. And it wasn't until I realized none of that shit was working for me. And I had to go a whole nother route. And granted, that was late in the game. But like I said, it's a lesson I had to learn. And once I learned it, that's when my healing process truly began. So give yourself grace if you are going through any type of a grieving process. And grieve on your own terms. Like, again, take people's advice with a grain of salt. That's it. People can only advise you from a place that they've, they've been. They can only advise you from the knowledge that they have and how they chose to grieve. Everybody's going to grieve differently. And whatever that looks like for you, do it. Whatever makes you happy, whatever makes you comfortable during your grieving process, do that. Moving along. Feel your feelings. So this was a big one. I think, um, again, once I started my biggest transition in life, y'all, <laughs> I feel like for the first six to eight months of that, I was wilding. I was having a good time, but I was also avoiding my feelings. So this is like back in 2021. If you go back and you like, if you go to my Instagram, my personal Instagram, and you go back and look at my stories, like my highlight stories, 20 summer 2021 was lit for me. Like when I tell you, I felt the best like on the outside, like I felt the prettiest. I just was having so much fun. I felt like a hot girl. I was having so much fun. Like I will say hands down, that was the funnest summer that I've had since I can remember. I had so much fun. Um, and it wasn't until summer was over and, you know, I kind of started my isolation, my isolation process with myself. And I just realized that I wasn't feeling my feelings. I was having a good time. I was going out. I was partying, um, going out on dates. Just, I don't know. I just felt like that girl. I just was having so much fun. But I just was not feeling my feelings either. And it wasn't until they all came crashing down. This is when I had COVID, actually, almost a year ago. Actually, exactly a year ago to the date that I'm recording this. So it wasn't until I had COVID and I had to sit down, like was in the house on quarantine. I think I took the full 10 days and I had to feel my feelings on top of being sick. And I think that was the first time that I actually had to sit with the fact like, oh, damn, I'm single and I'm in this shit by myself. I'm sick as hell. I ain't got nobody to bring me medicine. I ain't got nobody to check my temperature. Like, I don't have anybody to walk my dog. I'm in this shit alone, alone. And that was the first time that I think it had really, really hit me. And it was tough. I mean, I'm going through having COVID, which is already a challenge in itself. And then also just getting super, super depressed because all of my feelings have finally hit. And so now if I'm going through something, I give myself grace. I give myself time to feel my feelings. And once I'm out of it, I'm out of it. But I make sure to just pay attention to how I'm feeling at the time and make sure to allow myself the time to feel that. Moving along. I don't always have to tell my side of the story. Now, that was a big one for me. And I that was a lesson that I had to learn several times in 2022 because there would be things that came up and I felt like, okay, now's my time. I'm going to say something now. I'm going to say something now. And every time I would want to say something, God was like, uh-uh, don't do it. Don't do it. And this last time, 
this last time I was I was about to just be disobedient. I wanted to do it and it was something that had came back to me and it pissed me off because it was far from the truth. And I was like, all right, this is my time. I'm about to sing like a bird. And I remember wanting to do something that just was, it wasn't me. I was just going to do it. And I was like, God, I'm going to suffer the consequences after, but I'm about to do this because I just feel like this is my time to speak. And God was like, no, don't do it. It's the reason why I kept you quiet. And so um, now I live by let whoever think whatever, whatever you heard, believe what you heard. What Lotto said, believe what you want. I ain't clearing up rumors. I ain't clearing up rumors. Believe what you want. Moving along. Um, nobody is coming to save you. So I kind of talked about that a little bit when I said that I had an unhealthy relationship with men and just wanting them to come in and save me. Ain't nobody coming to save you, sis. You got to do the work. You got to do that on your own. Next, stop expecting people to respect your boundaries if you don't respect your boundaries. So it's you up to you to set the boundaries. It's up to you to respect the boundaries. If people see that you don't respect your boundaries, it's going to be real easy for them to come in and not respect your boundaries. You don't, so why should they? So definitely a tough lesson I had to learn in 2023, but I learned it and we carrying that into 2023. I'm sorry. That's a lesson I had to learn in 2022, but I learned it and we carrying it on until 2023. And then also, um, don't fall for words. So pay attention to people's actions. Words mean nothing. Actions mean everything. And last but not least, if you live your life saying this is just how I am, you're doing yourself a disservice. That is not okay. And everybody can learn. Everybody can grow. Even if you a hundred years old you can still grow as a person so just saying like this is just who I am or this is just how I am that's not a good way to be and that's not going to get you far in life unfortunately so there's that I just want to say I am so appreciative of the support that you guys have given me through 2022 I hope that y'all will still ride for me in 2023 i don't know if y'all did a vision board but i did and i'm gonna post it on the hotels page whenever i post the episode um and i'll explain what it is so if you're looking at it right now actually let me pull it up okay so let me explain my vision board guys oh i'm so excited okay so if you're looking at my vision board right now You'll see a microphone, and that's just representing me wanting to do more of the podcast, wanting to rebrand, rebrand the podcast, and just really focus in on that. You'll also see the word discipline on there. And so what that means is just me being disciplined in my life overall, uh, sticking to my vegetarian diet um, until I see changes. And then also, um, I just want to make sure I'm being disciplined overall. Uh, right beside that, you'll see a couple and like it looks like it's a sunset and they're kissing. It's so cute. So I think that I want to prepare myself to meet love again. And I I want romance like I want a romantic love. And I know those se- those two things seem to go hand in hand, but they truly don't. And so I want a romantic love this next go around. Like if I were to ever meet love again, I want, want it to come to me. I want it to be very romantic um yeah I want all the romantic things so that's why I put that there um the picture right beside that is a hand in the air and you'll see like shackles being broken and you see a cross behind it that is me wanting to break my soul ties 
I think I broke a majority of them, but that's me wanting to, you know, just break my soul ties and anything that I may be holding on to that's no longer beneficial to me and just really focusing on God. And then you also see the word forgive. So I want to make sure that I'm continuing to forgive in 2023. And then also I didn't put this on my vision board, but I also want to make sure that I'm apologizing for the things that I'm wrong for. That's a big thing for me. Sometimes I don't always apologize if I'm wrong and I want to make sure that I'm going to get comfortable with apologizing in 2023. Um, under that, you see a woman with praying hands. I want to start praying more. So I want to pray at least three times a day in 2023. You also see the Eiffel Tower. And so I want to go to Paris. Y'all I ain't never been to Paris. I want to go to Paris. You'll see a book on there. I want to read 10 books a year. You also see um, that it says give 100%. I feel like sometimes I'll half-ass it. I don't want to half-ass it no more. I want to give 100%. Um, under that, you see a couple that's toasting. And so I want to take a vacation. I've never been on like a real just because vacation. And I want to go on a vacation. And then beside that, you see some money and you see that it says money loves me. Okay, bring, bring in the money 2023. I needs the money, honey. Uh, above that, you see a girl doing yoga. So I want to commit to some type of class. Like I want to commit to either a yoga class, Pilates class, some type of class. I want to commit to it. Um, you also see beside that it's a plate and it's like spinach, potatoes, eggs. So that's just representing me um, sticking with a healthy diet. And then you see the word family on there. So at some point in my life, I do want to have kids. I'm not saying in 2023 I want to have kids, but um, that's definitely something that like I, I aspire to be a mom at some point. And so um, I do want that. And then I also want to grow closer to my family and just I enjoy family. That's something that's really, really important to me. And yeah so that's why that's on my vision board and if y'all are making a vision board tonight please tag me in it i'll reshare it on my page and i just want to wish everybody a happy new year again thank you so much for your support and i hope y'all toasting it up at 12 because i will be i got my bottle of champagne and yeah it's going up in 2023 in jesus name i pray amen <laughs> It's going up in 2023, y'all. Uh, it's going to be a good year. 23 is just looking like more blessings. It's looking like abundance. 2023 is looking like abundance to me. It's giving blessed. It's giving soft girl era because I'm tired of Okay. It's giving soft. I want to I wanna walk into my soft girl era in 2023. Oh, y'all, they already popping fireworks. That scared the shit out of me. All right, let me go ahead and end this, y'all. I got like one more load of clothes that I need to wash. So, yes, and until next time, until next year, bye. Happy New Year.